When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And this week, we're doing something a little different, but it's very fun. I, I had fun putting together my list. Yeah, I did too. This is interesting. We're doing the seven deadly sins, but assigning them to characters in Star Wars and we're going to talk about why we chose them. Now, we don't know each other's list. We don't know who we chose. I'm sure we'll have overlaps. Because as I was going through these, there are multiple characters who could be all of these. Yes. And then I was trying to assign, like, lesser known or less less popular or less recognizable characters as some of these. And they were hard because they could be interchangeable. Because, you know, when you're evil, you're just evil. <laughs> well, and a lot of, like, people who are quote-unquote bad guys have a lot of these characteristics. Like, it's kind of, they all kind of overlap a little bit is what I was starting to see. So yes. should we explain what the sins are? Like, what's the kind of background of it a little bit? Yes, for sure. All right, so for those of you who don't know, according to Wikipedia, that's just the easiest, mo- it was the least convoluted <laughs> definition That I could find for this. Yes, this actually, historically speaking, there are many variances of what these seven deadly sins are. Yes. I didn't realize that when we first started talking about it. It's like, I wasn't like deeply familiar, but I'd heard of it. Right. And then you started to read some of it to me, like some of the history. And I was like, I had no idea it was this, there were this many variations of it. And so we're just going to do like a concise version of it and i think what is this based on is it like a catholic thing or yeah it's christian but there are multiple religions that have a variance of it okay they're they're otherwise known as vices or you know cardinal sins like the things you you, they're what it really is is a group of behaviors that are more extreme so you can be one of these you can have characteristics of each of these sins or vices but it's Mm -hmm. the extreme Right. Is what makes them deadly. So if you go overboard with with any of, like, the base sin, right. then they're considered the, like, capital vice. Yes. That's what I remember researching also. And so we're just going right. to say this up front, too. We're not discussing this in terms of, like, trying to promote any religious dogma. It, we're thinking of it more as, like, 
mythology and philosophy yeah. and just kind of like taking a rubric and just kind of exploring that in a Star Wars environment. So 100%. Yeah. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, the Seven Deadly Sins, also known as the Capital Vices or Cardinal Sins, is a grouping and classification of vices within Christian teachings, but like you said, it kind of shows up in other teachings as well. Yeah. According to the standard list, they are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth, which are contrary to the seven capital virtues, which we might do in another episode, right? We kind of yeah, because when we were going through and doing the the capital vices, capital virtues came up, and I started thinking about those, and so did you. Like yeah. we started to see like the opposite, exactly. <laughs> and so I think we may do like a part two to this episode where we talk about the virtues. I think that would be fun because there's what I kind of started to realize while making this list is there's not that many female baddies no. in Star Wars. No. <laughs> well, there's baddies, but not bad <laughs> characters, right? Not evil. Because right. technically a baddie is like a badass, right? Is that right. what the kids say? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'm showing my age. I don't know. <laughs> Me too. There were definitely more male villains than for sure. female villains, I'll say. And I'm sure the virtues, there are more females with virtues in Star Wars. It just clicked in my mind while I was doing research that kind of became apparent. So it also says these sins are often thought of to be abuses or excessive versions mm. of one's natural faculties or passions. For example, glutton abuses one's desire to eat. So like what you said, they're not, it's not just the act of doing it, it's the extremeness of yeah these quote-unquote sins yeah any of these in excess for an excessive period of time i would say yes what i did is i then looked through the definition of each sin and just Mm kind of like read more of the detail and allowed the character to kind of come to mind for me instead of trying to force a character in so that's the way i approached it about how did you how did you come up with your list well I, I did something similar. I had the first person that came to mind. I wrote them down. And then I tried to think who outside the box also fits this. So I kind of have one or two for each of these. Yeah, I do too. I have like a primary person and then some others. Yeah. I want to say right up front, Palpatine and Vader could be all of these. <laughs> yes, I had that. <laughs> Except for Sloth. Because Sloth was hard. Sloth is definitely the hardest one, especially in Star Wars, because everyone's so motivated. <laughs> yeah, even the bad bad guys, quote-unquote, have energy to do stuff. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, Sloth was the hardest. I think my most prominent character is Palpatine. He's on here three times. I mean, he could be sense. on here seven times. So, <laughs> But yeah. wherever Palpatine is, I picked another, because... He's just the embodiment of the seven vices. He's just terrible. Exactly. So do you want to, shall we start with pride? Do you want to read the definition of pride? So pride is actually very interesting. It's considered the original and the worst of the seven deadly sins on almost every list and is considered the most demonic. Let that sit in. (laughs) Oh my God. Demonic? Yeah. Okay. And... 
Pride has been labeled the mother of all sins and has been deemed the devil's most essential trait. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. But if you think about it, it says here the position in which the ego and the self are directly opposed to chastity, you know, the the things that makes one humble. Um, there's a lot of, you know, spiritual talk, but pride is basically... It goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before the fall, pride blinds, causes foolish actions against common sense. It is described as hubris. <laughs> How leaders with great power over many years become more and more irrationally self-confident and contemptuous of advice, leading them to act impulsively. So interesting. I know. So with that in mind, I have chosen Anakin. <laughs> He's my number two on my Is he your number two? Yeah. Listen, and I don't want to say Vader. I want to say Anakin. Yes. Yes, same. Based on that definition where advice is no longer a thing, you're too self-confident, like irrationally so. You act impulsively. That's Anakin to me. It is also Vader, but pride is what led him to fall into the other sins that we're going to talk about. So that's mm-hmm. why he's my number one for pride. Yeah. I put Grievous. <gasps> I have Grievous on this list. I have two others that are really tied for the for Grievous, but Grievous came to mind first because he's so Yes. V- like obviously prideful. Always talking about how he's superior and Yes. And of course, doesn't want to listen to anybody telling him what to do or giving him any advice whatsoever. He He's just, he doesn't want to hear it, basically. Yeah. You know who my number two is? And I'm still unsure about this. Hmm. Saw Guerrera. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that absolutely think makes so? sense. Yes. He doesn't want to hear it from anyone else. It's exactly right. the same. Yes. He's driven by impulse a lot of the times. He does think about things, but he's driven by, like, personal gain, almost. Personal vendettas. Yeah. He's proud of what he's done, and what he's Mm -hmm. done is not great a lot. And he comes from a place of, you know, somebody owes me something because this happened. And while it's kind of clouded, you know, as, like, I'm doing it for the greater good, it's driven a lot by pride, self-confidence misplaced almost refuses to accept any second guesses you know like he yeah. he does a thing and he just that was what i had to do and yes. doesn't stop to question whether or not it was right or wrong yes so i put him down yeah i completely agree with that i hate to do that because his character's so interesting and i want to root for him in a way yes i think that's the 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 saw Guerrero trap right cuz right he, you want him to do good, like, because he's strong and he's a really mm-hmm. interesting character, but it's hard to root for him because he's he exists in the gray area a lot mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. can kind of be like, ooh, I don't think that was actually a good thing that you just did. <laughs> right, right. That's kind yeah. of why I enjoy him. I, yes. I think he's he's a... He's kind of like an unreliable narrator because he believes yeah. the, the bullshit he tells himself. Absolutely. Totally. Because he, he believes it so strongly. We want to believe it. But then if you start to think about it, you're like, no, this is wrong. Something <laughs> about this ain't right. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's 
that's pride for me. My number two, besides yes. like Anakin, is really yeah. I'm tied between Krennic and Tarkin. Okay. I also thought of them, but I put them in a different actually I don't have Tarkin on my list anywhere, but I do have Krennic. Krennic could also kind of be all of this. I have him in a few spots, but Krennic is Definitely. so prideful. The way he and Tarkin talk to each other. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, and like Tarkin, his pride in the Clone Wars is you just want to punch him, right? It's infuriating. It's yeah. it's like, you're on my last nerve with this shit. Shut up. You know? It's exactly. But he also is someone who believes his own bullshit. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. <laughs> those are good choices. Pride, think about this. If this is the worst of the worst, these people need to reevaluate their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Grievous. They're too prideful. The only human part of Grievous now is his brain, I think, right? That's it. Like, That's it. And the, it chose pride. <laughs> and his heart, I think. No. But shall we do greed? Shall we move yes. on? Yeah, greed is next. Yes. Okay, so the definition I see for greed, or avarice, is an insatiable desire for material gain, be it food, money, land, or animate, inanimate possessions, or social values such as status or power, greed has been identified as undesirable throughout known history because it creates mm. behavior conflict between personal and social goals. Yes. Yes. So there could be a lot of people in this one. Yes. My number one for greed is Sidious, honestly. Same. I have him. Yep, he's my number one. For power. His greed for power. Yes. There is nothing that satisfies him Mm -mm. except for that constant striving for more. Like, even when he gets more, it's not enough. So he has to get more. And and insane. He's insatiable. And that is one of the words here, an insatiable desire. That means that it can never be satisfied. And that, to me, is Sidious completely. Although I do have Dooku on here as well. But, like, really, Sidious... Mm -hmm made Dooku, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> they can they yeah. go together. So Sidious was mine, obviously. My second one, I, I thought this was a little interesting, and I I think of greed in the terms of bounty hunters, so I put Cad Bane mm-hmm. down, because mm-hmm. he has only one goal, and that's to get whatever he's working for. He wants that's the money, so he wants the title, so I put Cad down. That's awesome, I love that. Now, he's nowhere near as insatiable as Palpatine, Slash Sidious. He, Sidious is like the top of the top for greed. Yeah, I mean. But in, in like a lower <laughs> tier, Cad Bane is on there. He'll go to any length to get what he yeah. thinks he deserves or what the payment is. Yeah. And the payment is never enough. It is, and like he never wants anything else. No. He just wants no. to do that. You know, it's like there is nothing that could tempt him to let go of he's like a dog with a bone right like once he has a bounty he's going after you're not gonna get him to stop until he's done his job you know it's yes that's a good choice that's very interesting shall we move on to wrath yes and i'll just say um there's a lot of people here at my house so you'll probably hear a lot of background come in and go in and like the air conditioner's going because it's 100 degrees so sorry for the noise on my (laughs) end of the recording this time around it's all good life (laughs) yeah all right. So wrath. Wrath can be defined as uncontrolled feelings of anger, 
rage, and hatred, wrath often reveals itself in the wish to seek vengeance. So this is beyond like being angry. Mm -hmm. This is beyond feeling like a normal emotion. Ang anger is a normal human emotion. This is rage, hatred, vengeance, excessive punishment. So that to me is 110% Mr. Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> As we saw in the Kenobi series, he's very distracted by his need for vengeance. <laughs> I mean, the quote here in the definition, if anger reaches the point of deliberate desire to kill or seriously wound a neighbor, it is gravely against charity and thus a mortal sin. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just killing people for show in the Kenobi show to draw Kenobi out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all based in his desire to punish Obi-Wan for what happened. And you know who else you could be describing with all of this is Maul. He's my second on the list. <laughs> <laughs> because he lives in wrath. Dude, Vader and Maul were both renegating at the same time. They could have joined Besties. forces and gone after Obi-Wan together. Well, don't forget, Maul has said, I think it was in Rebels, when I think, is it Ezra that asked him who Vader is or who, and, and, and Maul says, who I should have been? I'm pretty oh. sure that's what Maul says. And he's mad that he didn't get to be the main, like, killer for Sidious. I know, he got replaced multiple times. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was Rebels. Somebody asked him, and he, he was all, like, self-loathing and stuff. I, I, I see him in my mind in that cape with the hood up, and he said, who I should have been. I feel like we have a listener out there who would probably know better than I would, but... Yeah, you out there, Kevin? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, we know you know. Let me know. <laughs> Rebecca, too. For Wrath, I have Kylo Red. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because to me, he is powerful, but he's so angry and like yes. so, like he hates Luke so much that he becomes like Maul, where he's too single-minded, where he can't even focus because he's so mad. When I when I was trying to think like outside the box, like you, it was like that was the first person I thought of was Kylo because of his, again, like an insatiable desire to create pain yeah, think about it in The Last Jedi when him and the the giant at-ats and they're all lined up in front of Luke who's just standing there on crate. Yeah. And he's like, fire, kill him! And he's just like losing his fucking mind. Yeah, he's like spitting, he's so angry. Yeah. First of <laughs> yeah. all, amazing performance, Adam Driver, once again. Because in that him. moment, <laughs> holy shit, I would have been terrified of Kylo Ren. I love but Adam Driver. He was just, that's wrath, dude. That's unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so envy is next. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Envy is an emotion which occurs when a person lacks another's quality, skill, achievement, or possession, and either desires it or wishes that the other lacked it. Mm-hmm. So it's wanting it's like a mixture of not just envy but like jealousy as well so it's like you want it and if you can't have it you don't want anyone else to have it either correct so who do you have i have cyril interesting because yeah. he is so preoccupied mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. even like there's a bit of 
there's an obsession with Cassian. Yeah. There's that moment where he's like sitting in his bedroom just looking at Cassian's hologram because this is the man who like ruined him. But he also, it's like, it's almost a little bit envious to me. Not just like an obsession with wanting to catch him, but like because he has some sort of command in his life, even though that's a misconception because Cassian doesn't, but that's how Cyril right. kind of sees him. He hates that there's a person snubbing their nose, you know, at the Empire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, and you see him sitting at his desk and being insignificant, you know, and like, oh, I just, yeah. 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 He sits and stares at Cassian and I can almost hear him thinking, what makes this guy so great? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, Yes. yes. Absolutely. Why does everybody want to, what's with this guy? Why can't I be this guy? How come he can command a bunch of rebels to do Eldani and I can't even keep my job. <laughs> yeah. Like that that breeds all the other all these other vices. Like yes. when you fall when you start falling into that trap. So for envy, I have Kylo Ren. Oh, it yeah. Just because I mean, he wants to be Vader and can't. He wants he doesn't want to be his father and he hates that he is. Mhm. Deep down inside. He doesn't want to be, I mean, he wants to have all of that power and prestige and have a name that, like, that precedes him, you know, and Mm -hmm. he just falls short every single time because there is good in him, which we end up seeing. There's a lot of envy there, envy of his, even the resistance, they're together and he can't keep it together and he's got... I don't know. He's a mess, and I think a lot of it is based in envy when he is in the role of Kylo Ren. I think that's true, because when you're envying other people, you're not even focused on yourself. Exactly. How could you possibly improve when all you want is what's over there instead of making what you can out of what you have here? And his anger was so displaced onto Luke, and then Rey, like, learning from Luke. Yeah. It just created this shit show in his head. He was so upset and envious that Ray had Luke and Anakin's lightsaber, and he thought mm-hmm. he deserved it. Yeah, and it again, made him like rage, like that yes. belongs to me, you know. Yeah, like he wanted these things, and he always fell short, and he hated Ray for like taking what he thought he deserved. It's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. I'm so glad Ben Solo pre- pre- prevailed because, fuck. yeah. I, I also have, have... Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say Krennic. Yes, Krennic was another one I had on this my list. He's just he's just envious of everyone around him. He, same reasons. He wants yeah. to be closer to Vader, closer to Sidious. You know, he wants Tarkin out of the way. He wants his comeuppance. He wants to be known as that worked because of me. Are you sh- are you going to make sure everyone knows it's me? Because, mm-hmm. you know, and he he just wants, wants, wants and doesn't yeah. get. I do think pride and envy go together very well. They do. They do. And yeah. Krennic makes a lot of sense with that. I had Moff Gideon as envy. That's an, that's an excellent one. I didn't even think of him. That's an excellent one. Because he's constantly, I feel like he's a bit obsessed with... The Darksaber and Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. why? Not to crush them, but to like possess what they have. To like take yeah. 
what they have for himself. Like, to want the Darksaber and to want to, like, learn about the Mandalorian so that he can... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's just something about it that's more than just, like, an, a member of the Empire trying to wipe out the, the Mandalorians. It was, like, a person trying to... Like, cultural appropriation is kind of what yes. it felt like with him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think of him. I had Tim Carlo, which is the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend of Bix. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for the obvious reasons, I mean. Yeah, so insecure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very insecure. wouldn't you be insecure if your girlfriend was talking to Diego Luna? <laughs> 150%. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried. <laughs> Sorry, Tim with two M's, but you're on the list with Envy. Like I said before, he's a lower tier Envy compared to like Kylo and Krennic and, and Moff Gideon. and ugh. Yeah, but still. But he's on there. He really makes sense. He lost his life because of it. Yes, he did. It, it was so. like, actually, I felt kind of sorry for him. He didn't realize he was playing with fire. Like he just yeah. was so naive. Okay, the next one is Lust. This is interesting because I think a lot of people think of Lust as one thing, but it means a lot more. Yes. Lush. Lush is different. Lush is different. (laughs) (laughs) Lust or lechery is intense longing. So hard period after that. Mm Mm-hmm. It is usually thought of as intense or unbridled sexual desire, which may lead to other things. Oftentimes, it could mean other forms of unbridled desire, such as money or power. Lust is generally thought of as the least serious capital sin. I would like to know why. Yeah, it's kind of borderline envy. Yeah. Thomas Aquinas considers it an abuse of a faculty that humans share with animals and sins of the flesh which are less grievous than spiritual sins. Okay, thanks, Thomas. But, like, it's on this list for a reason. (laughs) Well, and something I read said lust is also you have something and you want more of what you already have. So it's not even just, like, I just really want stuff. It's like you already have it and it's not satisfying you. Like, you need more. (laughs) Yeah, it becomes an obsession. It's an obsession of whatever you know dot 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 my only person on this list is sidious interesting i have anakin do you well they hand in hand yeah peas in a pod (laughs) peas in a pod um (laughs) not an escape pod i think of that now instead of an actual pea pod i think of escape pods (laughs) so you know you're obsessed with star wars exactly Obi-Wan even says, your lust for power has already done that. You know, like, I, and Anakin says, I want more and I know I shouldn't. Yes, yes, yes. And that's different than greed. It is, yeah. That to me is like a sign of lust, specifically, because he has power. He is the most powerful Jedi, apparently, so I've been told. (laughs) I mean, but he wanted to stop death. Yeah. And even if that was possible, would that even be enough for him? No, he'd find another he'd find another reason to be It's like yes. treating a symptom, right? Instead of treating yeah. the so, so it's like that fear of loss is still going to be there. Yeah. So yeah. And I also had Thrawn on there. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. But his is so 
if you compare it to Sidious and Anakin, who are very obvious with it, right? Mm-hmm. Thrawn is like the cool, calm undercurrent that's always lusting for more, but yes. it's not so outwardly apparent. Because he enjoys the process. <laughs> he does. He's fucking crazy, but we love him for it. He, um. <laughs> he reminds me of like, if you're in school and there's like a genius kid in class who's just bored all the time because yes. they're smarter than the teacher. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. That that's is Thrawn. Thrawn to me. <laughs> He's back. He's in the back of the class tapping his pencil going, can we move on, please? Yeah, exactly. I knew this. I knew this four years ago. (laughs) Let me teach the class. Yes. (laughs) What's interesting about Thrawn is that he doesn't exude, like, wrath or envy all that much. He has a good Mm self-control button that he presses, where the other ones don't even acknowledge that they have any self-control. They just let it fly. Yes, he's not emotional. And that's what makes Thrawn frightening. I agree. It's totally scary when a person is angry or like threatening you while not screaming at you. That is yeah. to me. I actually wrote this in one of my fix that's I'm like releasing right now. The Cassian deliberately chooses not to yell because people stop listening when you yell. Absolutely, it's way more effective to keep them guessing and wondering. And keep yes. that fear going than to have an outward display of, like, anger or yes. any of these things we've talked about. And that, to me, is Thrawn, like, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever hear him, like, in Rebels, at least? Because I don't remember in the books. I don't think he ever raises his I don't voice. think he's ever, ever shown a lack of control, self-control. Yeah. Ever. Like, there's no cracks, ever. It's no. crazy. But if it is, it's internal. He's thought yeah. it or experienced it and then told himself, uh-uh, mm-hmm. don't show it. He's a thinker, not a yes. displayer. Okay, so we are up to gluttony. gluttony. Mm-hmm. So gluttony is Latin for like to gulp down or swallow. And it mm-hmm. means overindulgence and overconsumption of food or drink specifically. So it is very specific to actually ingesting things. I had trouble with this. I was going to say, I was pretty sure we had the same person or character for this. Well, I took it more symbolically. Oh, okay. I mean, if we're talking about ingestion, ingesting, then we probably have the same person. But if we talk about it in a more symbolic sense, I have a different answer. So mine is Jabba, obviously. Same, (laughs) same, same, same. I mean, he is excessively gluttonous. Yeah, I guess the huts in general are just consumers of lives, even. They'll just, they have no problem taking slaves and eating. Throwing them away. Yes, exactly. Like you said, it's not, they are, they're overtly gluttonous where you see them like eating constantly. And Job is always drinking and belching and all this. Yeah, and smoking and whatever. He's just a, he's, those are all vices that he over- he overdoes. <laughs> yes. And they, they've said, too, that originally Jabba the Hutt was supposed to be a man and then mm. was supposed to have, like, a disease that turned him into this thing. But then they kind of changed it so that huts were a, a species. So they're like giant mm. space slugs, basically. But, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's very interesting. They're always 
just completely overindulging and they always have like girls in bikinis (laughs) all over the place and (laughs) it's like the embodiment of all the other sins but like externally and going overboard with all of them (laughs) yes did you have a non-traditional i did i had the empire as a whole they (laughs) swallow entire communities they discard entire planets they pillage for minerals and things they can use and then discard it they Mm -hmm. eat up their own people and discard them they just swallow their own whole and they always want more they're never satisfied so as a symbolic (laughs) i have the empire i love the gluttons i think that's brilliant and a hundred percent spot on thanks (laughs) i just wrote the empire that's all i wrote i mean it's so big and so sprawling and it just keeps growing because it keeps consuming and yeah yeah with no consideration to how much they're abusing their own you know people it's think of jetta yeah that was a very gluttonous what they were doing they were harming not just the planet they were this is just one example we could go on for like an unknown list of planets they've done this to, where they just pillage, take what they want, consume what they are after, and then either blow it up, leave it for dead, communities are destroyed. They just don't care. And then they move on to the next one where they pillage, consume, discard, repeat. It's in, it's on Canari in Andor. And I forget the name of the planet that's in the Kenobi series where Obi-Wan says this used to be fields with families and farms and now look what the mm-hmm. Empire's done to it. I mean, it's, yeah, I think that's a really brilliant observation. The Ahsoka book also references a, a planet that's just being completely wasted by overconsumption by the Empire for one resource or another. It's so depressing. It's terrible. So they're they're gluttonous bitches. <laughs> <laughs> If I do say so myself. And last but definitely not least, we have Sloth. And this was my hardest one. Me too. Because, like we said, there aren't a lot of excessively lazy individuals. (laughs) But the actual definition is, Sloth, also called without care, refers to a peculiar jumble of notions dating from antiquity and including mental, spiritual, pathological, and physical states. It may also be defined as an absence of interest or habitual disinclination to exertion. Obviously, it goes on to, like, boredom, rancor, apathy, passivity, laziness, indolence. (laughs) The words go on and on. It says here, unlike the other seven deadly sins, which are sins of committing immorality, sloth is a sin of omitting responsibilities. That's so fucking smart. (laughs) It is. It is. It's a tricky one because everyone has responsibilities in Star Wars and they're very attached to them. The characters we know have a very strong sense of drive, even if it's evil or good. So Sloth was very hard for me. But if you think of it from like omitting responsibility, that gives you another like lens to use. And that, then I can think of more, like I have... I have people written down, and I do think it's it's accurate. But using that definition, I feel like it's more accurate now. What I what I picked. Well, who do you have? Who do you have? 
I have two, and they're both from Andor. I okay. have Cyril's boss from Andor. Oh, oh. Basically tells him like, like, mm. let's just sweep this under the rug, shall we? And the prison guards from Narkina Five. <gasps> that is so good. That gave. That's a double snap of the fingers for that one. <laughs> That is two snaps worthy. That's a good one. Because they are doing their job, but they kind of don't, they don't give a shit, basically, about, and they, they enjoy inflicting pain and keeping the prisoners doing what they're told. Yeah. But they don't have a reason. Yeah. It's like they're doing it because it's their job, not because they love the Empire, not because they care about anything, right. really. Right. So, like... Yeah. Any stormtrooper, I guess? Could be, yes. Unless you're Finn. <laughs> Unless you're Finn. We love Finn in this house, yes. <laughs> That's interesting because you're spot on. Who did you have? I just had Jabba because he's awful. He is, though. Like, he is. And I don't mean just lazy, which he is. He has no regard. He doesn't stand for anything one way or another. No. Yeah. No. Except consuming. Yes. He takes no responsibility for anything. It's always somebody else who wronged him, and this is why it's happening. Yeah, it's what he wants, and it has nothing to do with a larger community. It's very single-minded, for sure. Lack of any feeling for the world, for people in it, or for the self. That's also part of this definition, and that's pretty much Jabba. Yeah. Yeah. Or any stormtrooper, or the Narkina guards, or... (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It actually could go on. It really could. It really could. Because I think, especially once the Empire starts up, you see people, and this makes sense, like it's, it's you know, I would probably be one of these people where you're too afraid to stand up mm-hmm. for what's right. You're just kind of like blend into the background and try to put your head down and live your life, which is like Ferrix, right? Like this is the whole yes. thing Marva was saying. Yes. As soon as the Empire closes the ship and pulls away we forget they exist and we go back to our lives and we can't do that anymore Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's really yep people think of sloth as a lazy person who never gets out of bed or whatever but i really think it's like i don't know like a lack of care like what you said lacking care or responsibility yes exactly uh, that's really interesting there is also a, a part of this definition is uh, sloth gives rise to boredom apathy passivity or sluggish mentation and that could be right in there with what marva is trying to not allow or to mm-hmm. remind them don't get into this like passive complacent state, state. Yes. yes that's so. awesome i love it though that's that was hard but i think this is actually one of the more fascinating ones honestly yeah i guess this could be its own deep dive <laughs> and then when you think of the virtues which we we have to do an episode on this because yeah They'll all be Obi-Wan. <laughs> yes. Actually, there. That's the episode. <laughs> Just like Sidious is all of the seven deadly sins, Obi-Wan Kenobi is all of the seven capital virtues. <laughs> is one of the virtues having fabulous hair? Yes. Oh boy, next week's episode, we are talking all things Ahsoka because the show is debuting. It's Tano Tuesday or Tano Tuesday, however you choose to pronounce your last name. (laughs) And our episode drops on a Tuesday. So 
is going to be Tano Tuesday on Most Things Kenobi. We're going to discuss the first two episodes released for the Ahsoka show, our thoughts, questions we have. I'm sure there'll be some. Yeah, there's going to be feelings. Maybe yeah. I have a klaxon alert. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. We'll see. If certain see. people show up in the episode or certain <laughs> things are said or done, we may have a klaxon alert. So join us back here for a special Tano Tuesday episode of Most Things Kenobi. <laughs> Okay, last week, we talked about how Obi-Wan could have turned to the dark side during the Mortis arc specifically. And I posted on Instagram, I, I had a question I'd always wanted to ask James Arnold Taylor if he would have mm -hmm. found that fun to play or kind of like disturbing or upsetting. And he actually responded to my question. So, woohoo! Hi, James. We love yeah. you. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Sending you good yes. wishes. <laughs> So James Arnold Taylor responded, it would have been interesting for sure, but ultimately I think it just couldn't happen. Obi-Wan is the quote, true believer. And I think it would end up being like when I'm asked to cuss in a part I'm playing, it's never quite believable with like a googly face. <laughs> and he said, he'd just be thinking, quote, I can't do this. Yep. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, right? Because we said it, there's, there's just, kind of no way it's a fun thing for us to think about but coming yeah. from the man himself yes. it's just not believable <laughs> yeah I mean like and I think we would find it interesting to watch but I do think it would make us all a little uncomfortable to see dark Obi-Wan for real yeah for real it's something for sure I, I I can see it I can visualize it I can I can dream it but the reality of it is much more difficult than the dream of it. Yeah, yeah I think it would make so. us squirm a little bit. It would be a little uncomfortable, but yeah, I thought, I thought that was cool that he, he well, responded to the questions. So. He's a friend of the show, and we thank you, James. You're just so cool. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our glorious, wonderful, amazing patrons, and we're grateful for their support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, it helps us out if you rate us, so feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs>